It was a few days before Easter Sunday in 2016 when my mother hauled me and my sisters to the St. Louis Museum. I never knew walking into the main entrance doors how drastically different my life would become once I left. Until then, and even after, soccer was what my entire life revolved around. I was a dedicated player who had such a deep passion for the game. However, that passion had to come to an end. My passion had begun when I joined the boys' travel team when I was young, with my best friend at the time, Tori Lee. As we got slightly older, a girls' soccer team was established. Majority of the girls who started the travel team played on the same team up until high school. I had spent countless hours with these girls. I created bonds with them that I felt would be unbreakable. Soccer not only helped me create friendships, it gave me the opportunity to travel. I was able to go to tournaments in numerous different states and even at Disney. I loved playing soccer, but I also loved the time spent with my friends on these mini vacations every other weekend. Soccer also ensured that I was a healthy version of myself. I consistently worked out and ate properly. Yet, all this was going to change after the incident at the museum. At the museum, I entered a skate room full of screaming children. My younger sister was messing around on a ramp, so I decided to join her. During this playtime, I attempted to swing from one side of a half-pipe to the other with a rope that hung from the ceiling. In the process, I had my leg extended outwards, and it jammed directly into the ramp. Instantly, a sharp pain consumed my knee as tears began to slowly run down my sweaty cheeks. As I fell to the ground in pain, I tensed up and attempted to hold back the waterfalls that wanted to escape from my eyes even more. My older sister rushed over to help me. As my mother approached the scene, she was clueless to what had happened and asked, What happened? Why are you crying? I proceeded to explain the situation to her while trying to collect myself. My mind was scattered and all I was concerned about was the pain from my leg. Afterwards, my mother grew concerned and decided to take me back to the hotel in order to ice my knee. The swelling looked like a balloon being blown up. I had to taste the slimy gel capsules of ibuprofen regularly. Icing my knee also became a part of my nightly routine for the next two weeks. I still participated in my practices and even a tournament as a guest player. I felt obligated to pursue despite the pain because my coach insisted that I was overreacting. Finally, I decided to tell my mother that I wanted to get it checked out and I wasn't seeing it heal. As I waited in the doctor's office, the smell of hand sanitizer filled the room. The lights were shining bright onto me while I sat on top of the examination table. I could hear the exam table paper crumble every time I moved. The doctor gave two knocks before entering the room. What do we have here today? Dr. Beatty asked. My knee is giving me pain recently and I haven't been able to shake it off, I replied. Well, what did you do? Were you chasing a boy? Dr. Beatty said jokingly. You know me so well, I chuckled. As the appointment went on, I was directed to a different doctor at Midwest Orthopedic. A few days later, I went and got a thorough examination as well as x-rays. They came to the conclusion that I had fractured the tibial plateau bone on my left leg. The tibial plateau is the bone that connects to the knee joint. Thus, it caused pain in the knee for me. I asked for further strategies for recovery, and I was given crutches. I hobbled around just as a flamingo would, standing on its one leg for six weeks. Afterwards, I found my left leg had lost all its muscle, and my right leg was significantly larger than the other. I began physical therapy in order to gain strength, but later obtained 
more upsetting information. The stress fracture had not fully healed and I was faced with another decision to make. After many more appointments at Midwest Orthopedic, it was clear that surgery was how to fully recover. My mother scheduled the appointment a month later from when we received the information. The day came when I knew my knee would be cut open. I was terrified of the pain. I walked into the hospital with my mother and sat in the waiting room while watching others leave in wheelchairs. My grandfather came to pray with me before the process began and I was on my way. Once I entered the surgical room, I remember a doctor placing a mask over me and counting to three. Yet I only stayed conscious up until two was set. When I woke up, the procedure was over and a new chapter of my life begun. My new life began with five months of physical therapy afterwards. At this time, I missed numerous seasons for soccer when I typically played year-round. I still felt passionate about playing soccer and decided to pursue that passion. I started playing travel soccer again before the high school season. However, I started to notice that all my teammates had significantly improved while I had been injured. My self-esteem took a major toll, and I consistently beat on myself for not being as talented as my teammates. My coach for travel soccer had taken notice of my new behavior and tried his best to help. He was a very assertive and even aggressive coach. He believed constructive criticism was a fundamental part of coaching. I did not take well to this approach at the time and continued to hate on myself, but even more so. This resulted in breakdowns at home after every practice and game. Soccer started to become less enjoyable every time I played. Yet, I collected myself and decided that high school season would be another new chapter in my life. At the beginning, I felt a sense of accomplishment considering I made varsity my freshman year. I felt triumph and victory for a while until I did nothing but sit on the bench. Reasonably, freshmen didn't play as often as the upperclassmen on the team. Yet, I watched Torley absolutely dominate during every game she was able to play in. It hurt my soul to see the girl I had started the team with play multiple games while I sat on the sidelines cheering her on. I came to the conclusion that even though I adored the sport, it was probably not the best decision to continue. I finished my freshman year and knew that was the end for me. Sophomore year came around and I had said no once again. Ending soccer had its many benefits, but negatives as well. I could tell my mental health was improving again and knew that I had made a decision that would benefit my future happiness. I did lose majority of the friendships I gained from soccer. However, we all grew up and developed our own personalities. Once high school hit, we all broke off into smaller groups and different cliques according to our new identities. Since then, I have met the most astonishing friends and have created many memories I wouldn't have been able to if I were in soccer. Also, I became an employee, which helped my future financial obligations, such as college debt. Without soccer practice, I was able to spend more of my time with family, which is important to me. I'm a very family-oriented person and was excited for this time I now had. Also, I missed many days of church because I was out of town at tournaments, but my clear schedule allowed me to start going again and work on my faith. My clear schedule also allowed me to focus more on my academics, yet quitting soccer did cause me to be less physically active and healthy at the beginning. I was determined to keep myself in shape and be the best version I could be of myself. 
I had the time to try new healthy hobbies and found out how much I love to hike and hula hoop. I genuinely believe that this was the path I was supposed to take in life in order to be happy. In the end, I lost the passion I had for soccer because quitting gave me the opportunity to change. I found my true self afterwards and picked up new passions within my life. I expect there to be more changes in time, but for now, I am beyond content with where I've been placed in life. I will forever cherish the memories I've made from soccer. I will encourage myself to move forward despite any mental or physical challenges I may face as I did before. I will always love the game, but the passion within me to play the game has burnt out.